What up? What up? What up? Sparkly Podcast, man. It's episode 110. It's your boy, Randy Little. 110 episodes, man. If you're watching, if you're listening, you know what it is by now. You know who I am. You know the usual suspects that, that weave in and out of this. This episode, we got Nick, Rocket, my man Legacy came through. And this is the uh, second, because, like, April was light. Like, April was so light, and we, like, missed March. So I'm playing catch-up, talking about stuff I wanted to talk about in March. We cover a little CinemaCon, but then we also do Scream 6 spoilers. If you have not seen Scream 6, this is not the episode for you. We also talk John Wick Chapter 4 spoilers. If you have not seen John Wick Chapter 4, this is not the episode for you. After you've seen those movies, come back, listen, watch, laugh, have some fun, comment your opinions of each movie. Uh, The participation is dope, but we do spoil, so... Don't let us ruin the movie for you right now. This is your warning. And if you're on YouTube and you click the timestamp to jump right into the conversation because you don't like my first couple minutes of the episode rambling, you played yourself. And so you ain't even going to hear this. So you played yourself double time. You doubled down on the playing yourself. Um, quickly, theatrically, since the last episode, um... We've gotten, I ain't gonna hold you, I don't even know what came out last weekend, uh, Ghosted, Chris Evans on a DR Moss is on Apple TV+, Plus. Evil Dead Rise came out, um, Chevalier, I think, came out, R- Ray Romano directed a very limited release somewhere in Brooklyn, and, um, like six movies came out on the reel, I just don't remember all six of them. This this current weekend, Peter Pan and Wendy, the live action reimagining of Peter Pan is on Disney Plus and a uh, big George Foreman. And are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And something else came out on uh, came out to the theaters this up uh, in between the next couple episodes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three is coming next weekend. And then um. Was it Book Club, the next chapter, I think, comes out the weekend of the next episode. So, uh, jumping into the physical media releases, we got some some dead air. We got uh, Cocaine Bear came out on Blu-ray. Magic Mike's Last Dance, Marlo came out on Blu-ray. Magic Mike's La- Magic Mike's Last Dance and Marlowe came out on Blu-ray. Uh, gang of shit got re-released. This past Tuesday, I never looked into what Triangle of Sadness is, but that came out on physical. Cheers, the complete box set, the complete series, got upgraded to Blu-ray. Paramount, I love you. Um... That uh, Justice League RWBY animated movie came out. Jesus Revolution came out. 
Um, this uh, yeah, let's this upcoming Tuesday. Champions with Woody Harrelson come, comes out. Eighty for Brady comes out. It looks like the the Star Wars trilogy, the original Star Wars trilogy, are, is getting some ugly ass steel books. The Tuesday before the next episode, the original run of Superman movies is getting 4K releases. Knock at the Cabin comes out. It looks like Yellowstone season five or the first half season five part one or whatever comes out. And um, again, stick around. We uh have a very fun discussion and. I, I, I rhyme to close out as I do every episode. Strictly podcast. Hey, hey, hey! Back at it. Episode one hundred and ten out here. I think I might be missing it my own account, but y'all know who I am, man. I got Nick. I finally got a Saturday off to attend the podcast. Good man. I got. Rocket, my Aaron Rodgers New York Jets jersey is on pre-order, Raccoon. <laughs> I got L-E-G-A-C-Y, because we had to have a black guy. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yo, uh, I know what I said at the end of last episode, first hour, but I didn't know CinemaCon was a thing. So, like, what jumped out to y'all about CinemaCon, Nick? Mostly, like, I don't know, like the Flash stuff. The Flash trailer, Transformers trailer. Yeah, like, they did the trailer, and we all knew, like, there was a new trailer coming. So it was like, oh, cool. And then they did, like, a whole screening of it, like, for people. So, like, the fact that they have that much confidence in the movie. I'm hearing nothing negative. I haven't heard. I'm not reading. I really try not to read like specifics, but it's like you skim Twitter or whatever. And people are like, Oh, it's as good as you want it to be. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen any, like just skimming. I haven't seen anybody being like, if I could change one thing, uh, like it's all been like, Holy shit. The flash is amazing. Holy shit. Yeah. It's like Zasloff. I've heard Zasloff like, Oh, the flash is one of the best all time comic book movies ever in the history of cinema. But you run the studio, so of course you feel that way. It's not like well, you, it's not like you're gonna watch Guardians of the Galaxy three and say that shit. Yeah, but it's like they've got James Gunn on the red carpet doing Guardian stuff right now. They're just asking him about the Flash. So I'm like, that's got to be good, right? Like that the hype for it that's spells out good. Like, also, like, yeah, we're here looks, and we're recording. And I'm I'm completely blanking on like everything. We got a Transformers trailer. Saw 10 takes place in between the first two. I didn't watch the Hunger Games trailer because I kind of just want to see it in the theater. Um, I don't remember anything else off the top of my head. Rocket? I I knew this Flash movie was going to deliver, though. Yeah. I mean, the one that sticks out to me is, is the Flash trailer because everybody, it's overshadowing everything else because that's what everybody else was talking about. While it was good, wasn't it just like a little bit of new shit and a remix of the first trailer? Yeah, but I like that though. Yeah. It's not giving too much away. I think lately trailers, what they do is you have. I remember growing up, you got one trailer. That's it, bro. I remember when I remember when Blade Two came out. 
I don't even. I went to go see a movie, and it was part of the trailers. That's how I found out Blade Two was coming out. There was like nothing on TV, nothing. I went to the theater and all that. I feel like nowadays you get you way get the too teaser much trailer, then you get your first official trailer, then you get the second trailer. Trailers the for the fun. trailer. I mean, if you, yeah, you get the final. If you piece all three trailers, for the most part, you got the movie. I mean, I think sometimes they give too much away in these trailers. Facts. I know sometimes. I know sometimes. There, it's happening all the time now. And I, like, I brought this up to um, Randy not too long ago, that I've completely stopped watching trailers altogether because I want to go to a movie. I want a movie to still be able to shock me, right? Yeah. Yes. And by the time you watch four or five trailers, there was stuff that happened. And and this is we're, when we're like rating movies and we're seeing how good they were or whatever. Part of that for us is shock value, right? There was mm-hmm. parts of Sam, right? That if I didn't see it in the trailer and I only saw it in the movie, the movie would have been better to me coming out of it, right? But when you see these things in the trailer, then you already see the movie. You already know that that happened. Yeah. Then you come out of the yeah. movie feeling like I didn't get anything that you weren't expecting. But yo, like, check I it out. Anything. Uh, Universal and Peacock put out the Twisted Metal teaser. Anthony Mackie driving, some quirky, not off-tone music playing. We got the ice cream truck and the clown that everybody knows from the game. That's all we need. Don't yep. put out shit else. Wait till July. Let's watch the show. Exactly. I was thinking, and this is kind of like a stupid example, but yesterday I was watching that movie. It was Return to Neverland. It was the sequel to Peter Pan that they put out was like 40, 50 years later. It was in theaters. And I can remember watching the movie. It made me remember when I saw that trailer for the first time in a theater. That movie came out in February. I, I re-looked it up just because I was like, when was that? I remember it was like Christmas time. So it was like maybe November at the earliest, maybe December of like 2000. And I went and saw something in the theater with like my mom. And the trailer for that movie came on. And the trailer was just one scene from the movie the the pirate ship shows up at wendy's house they take the little girl and take her to neverland and then it was like return to neverland i remember looking at my i I could just remember being like what the fuck like there's a sequel to peter pan and it comes it came out in february so it was like two and a half three months tops and i had never even heard of it prior to going to the theater i remember being what oh shit and like the movie was fine like it that wasn't the point like it was just like at like seeing there's two movies i've watched recently it was evil dead rise and yesterday i went and saw that movie sisu they were both great movies but they showed way too much in the trailers had they showed less in the trailers they would be like instant classics that everybody would be talking about right now but evil dead showed way too much with the trailer like the cheese grater in the trailer if that had just been in the movie, there'd be way more reactions. And then CC is from out of that movie. Yeah. Ooh. Evil Dead movies everywhere, man. They're mm-hmm. Evil Dead movies everywhere. I got two things, just real quick. I got two things. The Flash movie, I've known from Jump it was going to be good. And I don't like Ezra Miller. That's straight up. I just don't like that. Nah. Movie. But, but I knew this Flash movie was going to be good because they put all of their eggs in one basket in this one movie. They're giving us everything that we wanted in a, in a, in a superhero movie. 
all in this one movie. You want time travel, you're going to get that. You want the throwback characters and, and the fanfare, you're going to get that. You want them to fix some of the narratives that's happened in the history of the... Like, they're get, they're put, they took all of their eggs and said, we're going to put it in this one. They've been trying to save this movie for years. I'm like expecting they, The Flash every, No every Way Home. Ezra, every time Ezra Miller does something wrong, they just get really quiet for a while, and then they come back like, no, but we got this movie. Like, they've been doing that because they know, like, this one is going to deliver. Ezra, chill the That's fuck the- out. You are not fucking up our bag. <laughs> You're yeah, not like, fucking yeah. up for us. I got a fun fact for you guys. You got a fun fact. When Grant Gustin on the CW Flash, when it dropped episode one, that's when they announced this Flash movie. Nine seasons have just passed, and we're finally getting the movie. How crazy Isn't that when, like, like Man of Steel had just come out, right? And Warner Brothers, like, announced their phase one, a cyborg movie, a Green Lantern Corps movie that we never got. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad 2, Harley Quinn movie, Joker movie, Joker, and it was the worst yeah. time of my life. Like, I just remember being like, none of this is coming out. Bro, the, the Flash, tri- that that announcement had the Flash scheduled for, like, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, like, people are comparing this to, like, the Jonathan Major stuff that's going on. And I get, I get the comparison. I get, like, oh, we're not treating Ezra Miller the same way. It's like, I get it. It's like nobody is re- like everybody is kind of forgetting. It's like this movie has been made. I mean, also Ezra here. got dragged. It's just Warner Brothers didn't fire him. And the, the Ezra Miller also doesn't have anything to my knowledge lined up after this. At, to my knowledge, now, I don't know. Like everything DC, they're like, oh, we don't know. We'll see how it happens. Yeah, but that's not what- majors after is the new Thanos. After like, this movie, will though. Um, yeah. Jonathan Majors became so big so quick though. See that that that's oh. the difference. Is that Ezra was like, oh okay, yeah, all right, cool. He messed up again. Jonathan Majors at this at that point, the two biggest villains of the year guy. within three weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. got so much shit in the work. Like he's got like, was that magazine movie that's supposed to go? Like they've already got it slated to come out. Like magazine dream, magazine Oscar dream. Buzz. Yeah. Yep. He's hitting the works already it's not it's like ezra miller once the flash comes out he's jobless basically like it, it, it's not like they they're maybe a flash two or whatever but it's not like people are gonna be like ringing his door their door sorry after bro after it, since, Jack, since chadwick passed since chadwick passed jonathan majors was literally the biggest star in Hollywood. Let's be honest. Like, if, if you, if, without this, without this stuff going on right now, he surpassed my um Michael B. Jordan. Let's be honest. Like, when you really think about it, Jonathan Majors was more of a one in Hollywood, hotter than Michael B. Jordan right now. Hotter than he's he was the hottest actor in Hollywood. Is and there's no way you could argue it. It's it's simple. This dude was, he had an airplane movie, he had a Creed movie, he had an Ant Man movie. It's called Devotion. Devotion, like, yeah. Was, it was I an was, airplane. It was an airplane movie, man. <laughs> that's, 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 the black, that's the black person to be, man. It's like, oh yeah, that airplane. It was the like, airplane was, movie with Glenn Powell that didn't have Tom Cruise. And the yeah. funny thing is, Mary, you're right, because I remember I would go to For a sure. theater and there would be seven trailers, and half the trailers, three of the seven, would be. About devotion, Cree coming up, 
Ant-Man. And you also got to remember, the first time I saw Jonathan Majors was in a movie called Captive State. Yeah. yeah. He's on the bus. That shit was ass. That was the first time. Next thing I know, he's in the show called, on HBO, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. That's yeah. when he blew up. Listen, when, when Creed came out, after Ant-Man came out, and Creed came out, because I, Lovecraft Country was so good. It I, was I was so, so good. upset when they canceled it. It was so, so good, and they canceled it. After these movies came out, in my mind, I was just waiting for it, but I'm like, yo, they're going to find a way to bring Lovecraft Country back. They only did one season. He's so hot right now. They're going to find a way to do that. I just knew it. It won't happen now. I don't I don't think. Nah. I'm not Yeah, I could in somewhere like, "Oh, thank God." Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have to spend money on Lovecraft Country. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was going to do it though because listen, he had gotten that big, man. Yeah, the did how it's like he had the number one movie for a couple weeks and then new movie with him came out and then he had the number one and number two movie that doesn't happen like mm -hmm. I, that happened to DiCaprio back in the day he did Titanic and then the men on the iron mask came out so he had the number one and number two movies and then Tom Holland like what was that last year yeah and Spider-Man were number one and mm -hmm. number two that's because nothing was coming out really yes yeah. that doesn't really happen very often but it totally but happened they may, um, but but also Jonathan Major's movies being number one like that also made um, the harder they fall on Netflix rise back up to their their main list, like their you know what I'm saying like hottest movies right now list. So Man. like yeah, he was, that that's crazy to me. That's so here's, here's the million dollar question though. Magazine Dream, that's where the Oscar buzz coming from. He's gonna suppose he want they want to nominate him and all that. Does that movie even come out anymore? In a couple of years. I don't know. But that's everybody's like, oh, we're treating this. So, because it kind of reminds me. Oh, Grant, it's a totally different movie. City of Lies. Yeah. Like the story about Tupac and Biggie and all that with Johnny Depp. Remember, that movie was done and they pushed it back a year or two before they even released it. And I think it had like a small window at the theater and then it came out on physical media. It was like and Face. You know, so does something like that happen with Magazine Dream? You know, because they it's they say this is the performance of a lifetime that he put in, and he's already great. So, do they hold that back? That's why I think Disney is is in the holding pattern to see what happens what with what's going on. Yeah, bro. You can't just refilm load the Loki season. Exactly. The the. The court decision is going to decide everything. If he's found out not guilty, then then, then the fans are going to be like, I told you he didn't do that, and it's going to go. Yep. It's, we're we're good. Then, we're good. This is going to be back online, and everything else is going to be back online. If it's yep. anything other than that, it's going to get interesting. Disney has somebody in their like PR department that works harder than anybody like in the oh, entire Disney got a got a Jeffrey from Bel Air on, on the on the the roster. Yeah, like well, even like Bill Murray was in Quantum Mania and like mm -hmm. oh there's always some shit that gets stirred up when Bill Murray and so Absolutely, they, yeah. all of a sudden it like on Twitter and all of a sudden all of a sudden it was nowhere. And it was like, where did it go? Why did people stop bitching about Bill Murray? And it's like, oh, because he's in Quantum Mania all of a sudden. But even like 
Uh, you look at, there's a lot of Marvel actors that they don't even talk about that have had shit. Uh, they were like Michael Douglas had a Me Too thing. And it was amazing. He came out before, like somebody figured out that somebody was going to come forward with some kind of Me Too thing against Michael Douglas. He came out before the person and said, just letting y'all know, like tomorrow, some woman is going to say something about me and it's not true. And that totally happened. And like nothing, like, he did like but four per him. But it's two things. One of them y'all ain't gonna hear. Neither of them you really don't wanna hear. The first one Spit is that shit. Black Man in Hollywood. It doesn't work the same way. That's it's true. That's, that's reality. Black Man in Hollywood, he don't get to mess up the same way as nah. Bill Murray. Nah, right. bro, because if, if that was Eddie Murphy instead of Michael Douglas, it wouldn't matter if you come out the day before. Like, it, it wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? That's that. The second one is Marvel, Hollywood in general, society in general, but definitely Marvel. In, like, right now, it's super on the women's empowerment thing, right? So, specifically what this case is about if it goes, if it says anything besides not guilty, Jonathan Major's got to go. Bro, there's, oh, but there, there, there's that, there's that group of motherfuckers that oh he was accused so he did it. So that, but that ain't gonna be big enough to, to stop hope. if he's if he's if he's considered not guilty. The fan base right now, bro. To me, he's king. Like I don't even think yeah. you can replace him. Like no, yeah. he's. He's did enough already for me that I'm like, yo, if you put somebody else in here, it's not going to, I'm not going to see it right. I'm not going to see it the same way, right? And I'll tell you this right now, Disney is in deep with them. So that's why they're, they're letting it ride. Because, and the thing is this, Disney's in a, I hate to say this, like it's going to sound funny. They're in a good spot in the sense of this. What's happening in the MCU right now, it's about variants and this and that. It ain't no different than they're saying that something happened to that variant and it changed something. Now somebody else could be king. Some people are saying maybe Jonathan Boyega, if if there's a change, Boyega could take over. I don't but, hate it. But I don't hate it. Right now, if nothing happens, we're status quo, we're good to go. Let's just get done. Do it again. You know? Speaking of status quo, good to go. Listen, hey, listen, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give y'all a funny take of what's gonna happen, okay? This is this is gonna be it. So they replaced um Terrence Howard with Don Cheeto. You know, all black alive, yep. right? So um they're probably gonna replace Jonathan Majors with Michael Ely. They'll find the lightest man on earth and I said what? I even said why replace Terrence Howard Michael Ely. Not that they look alike, but they look more like no, listen, if you replace Terrence Howard with Michael Ely, you're like, all right, cool. I, yeah. I get it. I get that, right? You can't replace the lightest man in Hollywood with the darkest man in Hollywood. They, they, they did that on Fresh Prince already. It was already terrible, yeah. right? Then they did it with them. So I'm guessing if you Am I the only one who don't hate light skin and Viv? I don't hate light skin and Viv. You just can't replace her with her. Like, Dark skin that that's, that's was true. very slim. She was very slim, dark, like dark chocolate, very slim, athletic. They replaced her with the lightest woman they could find who who had more like a grandma type attitude and figure. Like you like it was grandma. a total it wasn't like even no, you know, like she was yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole the Aunt Viv personality change, right? 
Well, I always looked at it like Janet Huber Aunt Viv was West Philly Aunt Viv, still had a little bit of hood ratchet where she came from, her roots. And then light skin Aunt Viv was like Bel Air Aunt Viv, sophisticated, rich as fuck. <laughs> I don't even think I don't, in season four, five, and six, I don't even think I don't even think light skin Aunt Viv, Daphne Maxwell Reed, let's put it out there ever brought up like being a teacher or dancing or any of that shit. She was just trying to raise Nikki. She was just, a, she was just a, a mom. Right? Yeah. Like that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what they're going to do with Kang. They're going to be like, Oh, that, that was quantum mania Kang. Michael Ely. This is Victor timely Kang. This is a complete <laughs> Kang. This you know, Kang like, has his own dynasty. Why this? Oh man. <laughs> but, uh, let's, let's segue. This is going to be the second makeup episode as far as talking about shit that we didn't do in March, Nick. So for the next block of time, <laughs> we're going to talk spoilers if you haven't seen these movies. First, we're going to talk spoilers on Scream 6. I so, knew I should have read that shit when they put it on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I put it on for my wife and when she was watching it and I was peeking. I wasn't watching it, though. Damn it. So, Nick, why do you feel like last year's Scream is better than this year's Scream? Oh, you feel like that? Oh, because it was to me. Okay, it's not that it was, like, super better, but, like, rewatching it, Randy and I are kind of in the same boat on that. Like, it's really, really, really good up until the reveal. I hate last year's reveal. I don't hate it, but it was just kind of like, a new screen movie after like over 10 years and they show the poster and they were just like, it's always somebody, you know, the killer is, the on, killer this is on this poster. It was just like when there's literally Ghostface on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. I wanted the rug pull and it was just like, okay, so it's her. Oh, it was the boyfriend. Okay. We called Again. it like an hour. Yeah. that. But Prior to that, like, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't like, oh. But prior to that, that one feels so much like a screen movie. The fact that Wes, uh, Wes Craven didn't make it, I was like, wow, they really are doing him justice with this. Because this feels like Scream to me. And then the end, it felt like Scream, but it was just kind of like, I wouldn't say I was let down, but I wasn't blown away. The new one didn't really feel as much like classic scream which i guess was the point yeah like location change and all that but like again the like the reveal to me was just kind of underwhelming because nah, i called i the, the the initial opening surprised me so much that i was hooked yeah. for the rest of the movie the tony ravioli yeah. shit was so good that i just yeah. loved the rest of it yeah like that was cool and that immediately started making me like you start. I find myself going over like the lit, like, oh, who could it be? And like Kirby hadn't even shown up yet. And I was always, I was already like when he was like, who gives a fuck about movies? I was like, maybe it's Kirby. Maybe she's back and she's like renouncing movies and she's killing people that are doing ghost face stuff. Like, oh, that would be interesting. Not that that would have been better than what we got, but I started immediately like going over. So you get to the end. And they're all in this movie theater and they're talking about how the doors are like triple locked and nobody's going to get through here. So I was like, okay, 
so the killer is going to be anybody who isn't in the movie theater right now. Like, it's going to be whoever shows up. And then I was right. Like, the cop just runs in. I'm like, oh, so he just ran through the booby trap door. Okay. And then I immediately started thinking, we didn't see his daughter die. I'll bet it's her. Yeah, it's her. Then I was like, oh, there's another one? I'll bet it's the kid that isn't there. Yeah. it's. I was like, it's either the kid that isn't there or the boyfriend that isn't there. And I was like, oh, there he is. The kid that isn't there. I was right. And I think that might be the first time that's ever happened. Well, aren't you just Nick Stradamus? Yeah, well, I... um, Because, like, I remember watching Scream 2 for the first time. And I don't think that that reveal is, like, an all-timer. But the fact that it it was like, oh, it's Billy's mother. It's like a twist on the reveal. Because when you watch Scream 2... Y'all know how I feel about Scream 2. I love it. You watch Scream 2, it is kind of obvious that they are going to be the killers because no. there there's like a whole half hour goes no. by where those two characters are not in the movie. No. And it's like, Oh <laughs> yeah, everyone else is dying. Rewatching it, rewatching screen two when Lori Metcalf like dips out right after the, the Sarah Michelle Geller death. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah I was like, why would Lori- And then the Lori killer Met- ends up at the other house. Like, why would she be in this movie? She was pretty famous in the night. Like she was on Roseanne. So it's like, she's after the, why would she be in this movie? And she was in Toy Story. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, she was. And it's like, of course it's Mickey. Why Why is he in every scene and then all of a sudden he's not in it for like 40 minutes? It's like, oh, yeah. But there's a twist on it. So I still was like... Derek bailed oh. on my ass. Yeah. Fuck. But anyway, I don't know if it... I just... I don't know. New screens aren't... They're not bowling me over. They're good and I'm still excited for more. But they're not like, and also, everybody keeps getting stabbed and living. Mason Gooding I'm, is a fucking no, pincushion. They took a beating. I'm tired of. Mason like, Gooding not, is new Dewey. Like yeah, not only that though. They're all getting knifed like in the gut at least once, like hard, like in five. What's her name? The lead girl. I mean, she got like he twisted the shit and all this yeah. stuff. And Sydney got stabbed in the gut. Gail got shot. And at the end, they're all just like standing outside talking. And it's like, get in an ambulance. Like, what are you, what is happening? They've just got Jenna Ortega like in the ambulance, like, uh-huh. and it's like, you all got stabbed and shot. And that same thing happened again in this one. Like, the girl on the subway just comes running out of nowhere. It's like, guys, oh, you'll never believe it. And it's like, Aren't you dead? Like, how are you not dead right now? How are you running? We all got stabbed and we're all just standing around, like, hugging. And then it's like, oh, I just miss, what's his name? And he gets wheeled out on the stretcher. And I was like, you have to kill somebody. You have to kill Randy every now and then or you, else. You shut it. Yeah, you Ooh. have to, you have to pick somebody. You bite your tongue. Yeah. But like, uh, I... I didn't really want to say this. <laughs> no, I did want to say this part. I, I actually loved Five and Six. Okay? I love both movies. So I like somebody who loved both movies. Because Randy knows this. I didn't watch Five at the theaters. And actually, last year was like a bad movie, for, like movie year for me. Like, I didn't get to see a lot of movies at the movie theater. I waited a long time to watch um Scream 5. I probably, I think I only watched it because the Halloween movie was coming in theaters and I was just in that mood at that time. 
when I watched it though, I immediately called it and was like, yo, I love this movie. Like I love Scream Five. Um because it did feel like they went back to the roots and they did had they started to build a super team. And um in the saying that I didn't want to agree with Nick, but I do have some agreements with Nick. Like I think both movies did some things better than the others. And for instance, both intro scenes for both movies were incredible, right? Yeah. I remember being That's a fact. at the movie and screen five and they had they had the girl, you know, in the kitchen doing her thing or whatever, that opening scene, and I watched it and I was like, yo, that was incredible. And I actually think for a screen movie that that intro scene from five was better than the intro scene from six. But the intro from six surprised me more. Like I was like, I'm I'm looking at it from like if you're if you're a screen fan, what they did in five was more historical. Like that's like no, that was more like oh yeah, this is a screen movie right here. It was more right. Drew Barrymore. It was like the same as they usually do. But it was I waiting like a year to rewatch it. We were watching it before six. It was more like tense than I remember. Yeah. Like, Ooh. It was, like, it was like, when he kept just yeah. unlocking the door as soon as she locked it. That's just, yeah. just like, letting it sit for a year and then rewatching it, like not seeing the trailer with the same scene over and over, and like just rewatching it. I was like, oh, this is mean. He's like a mean good compared to the but, other ones. Like, it's see, but gross. in six, but in six, so they gave they introduced us to the teacher, right, or whatever that lady was. I don't know what she was. She was a teacher assistant or some shit. Yeah, from the time they showed her, I was like, "Yeah, that's a rap for her." I don't even know who she is, but that's a rap, right? In, in five, the first character that you got was going to be one of your main characters, right? So you were you were immediately invested in her, right? In six, they gave us somebody one that you didn't know if you were going to be invested in or not, but you knew, like, yeah, I don't think she's going to make it. I don't even know who she is, right? They kill her off, right, and then. There was a second there that we were like, are we going to know who the killer is the whole time? Yeah. That could be dope. But that's not very screen-like, right? That's different, right? And that and that's what I'm saying. is like I, I appreciated Five's intro. Like, I liked it better as a screen fan. But Six surprised me more. But in Six, bruh, that dude should have been dead, bro. They had him on his knees. Three different people stabbed over. Like, we watched him just get. And honestly, if we be real, the way that scene played out, it was the perfect way for him to die and that be mm-hmm. a successful scene for the movie. Because yeah. he's like, they had just fell in, like, where they, you know, they kind of always liked each other, but they kind of first, like, they announced it and they kissed and it was like the whole thing. And then she had to watch him die. It was like a scene that was for, that was like the perfect scene for him. Like it was like he went out like a gangster. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was dope. Yeah. But when they, when they brought him back, it was it kind of took away. It was like damn. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Let's uh, let's it break right quick. Now everything y'all just said off wax. Say that shit again. Run that shit back. <laughs> I compare Scream Five, like reveal. I compare to Four, whereas. It's almost like the opposite. Four is good. Not great. Four is good. But to me, the reveal of four 
sends four to a new level because I, yes. for what reason I didn't think it was Jill at all. Like she wasn't even in my head. I was like, she's too much. I, maybe I was young and naive, but I was just like, she's too much the main character. It's all focused around her. She didn't even enter my brain. And the dude was sitting there tied to the chair. The way they did it, where it's like she untied him and then he just stabbed her. I was like, even if I, in that moment, I wasn't thinking, oh, it, maybe it's him. Because he was tied to the chair. So I was like, at least now it's not him. And then it was. And then it was her. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then she started throwing herself onto the table and into the wall and like stabbing herself and ripping her hair out. I was like, what this the bitch fuck is crazy. Yeah. And then she got away with it. She was in the hospital. Like people were outside, like tweeting about her and stuff. I was like, this is nuts. And then she, you know, she was this close. My thing is and never the reveal. My thing is always the motive. Yeah. The the Scream 22 reveal, cool in the gang. It's the, how can fandom be toxic? <laughs> we love it so much. <laughs> it's bullshit. Jack Quaid's likable because he's in the boys, but the motive was trash. The motive for Scream 6 was way more simple. Revenge. It was dope. But they've done that already. Like, that's just Scream. They've done it. Yeah, I agree. They've done I don't care. Both. In both cases... I don't care. Look, when Dermot Maroney came out from looking at the da the daughter's death scene, he made a comment about losing multiple children. I feel like I'm the only one in the theater that caught that shit. No, I... No, you're not. I caught... I, I don't even remember that. But I did, like, once it was like, oh, it's the cop. And then you're like, well, who were the other ones? I was like, well, we didn't see his daughter die. That's no. a red flag. He just came flying out the door, and I was and I was thinking like, that's what I'm saying. I knew when I met the cop, and he was being all super helpful, and they was trying to make him like the old cop, like he was that going to fit that figure out. Yeah. In the moment, watching it live, in the moment, I'm fucking putty. When he was putting it on Kirby in the theater, I was like, damn, would Kirby really do that shit? That's how I thought too. That's what I thought too. Like, you know, the way it, came, it it worked out. Yeah, you could hear things, you could listen to things. It's you know, and try to connect it all. But at one point, I was like, you, Randy, when he was blaming it on Kirby, I was like, shit, you know, PTSD. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it brought me back to the Saw movie. You know, like she, you know, something to that effect where, you know, she started doing the same thing. I was thinking she is now a cop. She's an agent. What perfect person to get away with stuff and plan stuff and set up and make it look a certain way. So when he mentioned that, I was like, no, don't let it be. But like you said, the motive, the revenge factor makes sense. Like in screen five, you know, Jack Quaid, you know, played it off, did well. It, it It's not so much to reveal, but like I said, you know, before we, we went back live, it was what took me a little bit out of the movie was it was him and the girl. She's the one that stabbed Dewey. Dewey's a big guy. Oh, uh -huh, bro. Petite. We've been talking about that shit for like 17 months. Bro, and I'm like, uh, like when they, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. R really? You know what I mean? She like, did not deadlift 230-pound Dewey. Is, what's with the, like, the original Scream is the original. Not, no, but not much is going to beat that. But when you had, you know... The two killers, same build, same height, 
that made sense. You know, it's like it's like I'm Ghostface, I'm Ghostface, and my partner's a midget. You know what I mean? It's like it ain't good, but yet it, it's all you know. Balance. Like, how does that even work? And it's, I think that's what took me out of the way. Like, I lo- I love both five and six. I just think six is slightly better than five, just for a couple of few things. Like, you know, Mason Good and getting stabbed. Merrick, I agree with you. That's the way to go out. You're a hero. Yeah. You defend it. I thought when he, I was like, man, it was. I was disappointed because I liked his character. Oh, he's gone. But then when he came back out, I was like, I was happy. But then I was like, but that killed that scene. It took a lot away from it. If so, Mason Gooden gives himself up to save Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, and he dies, that's it. They they profess their love for each other. That completely would have remolded the Jenna Ortega character in Seven. But now yeah. they're together and they're all happy and it's the same old shit. Yeah. You're telling me, like, Mr. What's-Her-Name... She was on the subway, like they got separated. She's on with the subway. One with one of the killers. With the killer. Now he didn't stab her. I'm assuming that was the sister on sister. the subway. That's the sister. Okay, but like he took her outside and like sat her down. And was like, oh, oh, call the cops or whatever. What? What the fuck? Like, how did she get to the hospital? Like, how did she? Would have just died, bro. Yeah. That's what would have happened in New York too. She would have just fucking died sitting there, bro. That's what would have happened. Yeah, it would have taken an ambulance an hour and a half to get to her. Oh, I, I, trust me, I know, I know. Yeah, you're right. And the thing is, like Nick said, though, people would have helped her. They would have kept no. people on and off. Yeah, the no. Like Nick said, though, too, is the killer is the daughter stabs her. How the hell does she go from there to there that fast? Were they going yeah. the same way? You know, it's yeah. like oh, somebody would have been like, oh, it's. Sally or whatever the fuck her name is. Like, oh, you she's not dead. And if the dude hadn't done that, she'd been like, oh, you're probably the killer, aren't you? Because you're not surprised that she's still alive. So it's like, how did... I? Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're full-on plot holes. But like... Yeah, in, these kind of movie, in these kind of movies... And that's why, with, like, with the five and six, like, I think... I think it's like, it's a preference thing up rip because you can one for one the shit out of five and six. You can one for one the shit out of five and six. Because for me, like like Nick said, from the time I saw that cop, from the time I saw him, I was like, they're not going to give us a new dude. They, that, his character was so legendary. They're not going to give us another one, but they're going to give us a cop to make us think that they, they're going to give us, he's the killer. From Jump, I knew Kirby from Jump was Smoke and Mirrors. Oh, let's bring back a legend character, which they did in five, right? Let's bring back a legend character, make it look like it's her the whole time. Because when you think about it, they was pointing the finger at her the whole movie and sitting. Yeah. The that, whole movie. Yeah, it, it's, right after her first scene, he wanted her paperwork. Before she right. even shipped. I was thinking, what if it's Kirby? What if it's Kirby? Then the more they did that, and then by the at the end, he was like, "It's Kirby." She's not really. I was like, "No, it's not." <laughs> they no, I would like to see. all the way. They they held that all the way until the actual reveal. You think about it when when they got locked in the theater, they blamed the, the them being locked in the theater on Kirby too. Yep. All of yeah. Them. So in my mind, I was like, if think about it, if it had been Kirby, y'all would have been more pissed. Oh yeah, I would have been upset. I get that. I get that. What I would have been does anybody? What if happened to Matthew Lillard's character? It, it depends on her reveal. It depends on her motive. Or, he got 
his head got smashed by a television. In 1996, <laughs> so it was a square it's box right. television. Man, see, they it's keep not dead, but like I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Earth no, somebody, somebody behind the scenes confirmed that Stu's dead. That, that, that Stu's dead, right? Yeah. They just like having fun with the fans. Yeah. But not like, I wouldn't like if, if they would have explained, well, this, all of this since 2011, this is why I'm killing everyone. This is why I have all these historical artifacts from all the killings, all the murders. If, if it would have been a cool enough motive, I would have rolled with Kirby. I thought that like when, like I said, when who gives a fuck about movies, my immediate thought before she was even on the, in the movie, I was like, what if in like 10 years, Kirby's like restructured her whole life and she's like, fuck movies, fuck anybody that does this, fuck this like cult that, you know, because it affected her life so personally. I was like, that's kind of cool. So I was yeah. already, the were already turning in my head before she was even in the movie. And then once she got in the movie, it was immediately like, how do we know it's Kirby? And I'm like, well, this is pretty scream. Like, you know, they're standing around in the park Yo, talking about. You know what just hit me? Within the first 15 minutes, they told us the killer's motive because Tony Ravioli and his friend was going to kill General yeah. Ortega and Melissa Barrera on behalf of Jack Quaid the whole time. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Looking back at it now. Looking back at it now, yeah. We've kind of, we've kind of, we've kind of like deciphered between five and six going back and forth. So it's kind of forced us to beat up on these movies a little bit, right? To to do that. Dude, I like them. No, I love them too, but I'm just saying. This is my favorite horror franchise, period. Whenever Mm -hmm. you, whenever you compare two things, you kind of sometimes point out the negative things in the Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but moving away from that, in this movie, that ladder scene, oh my god, yeah. that shit was crazy. Yep. Right the ladder, when they was trying to cross over to the other, that's for like, yeah. yeah. That whole apartment <laughs> sequence might have been the best in the movie. I agree. Why did he have a ladder? Why did he have a ladder just in his apartment? Is that normal? <laughs> no. Nah. Maybe it was painting. I don't know. So I, it's. I don't, I, maybe he got it out of the hallway. Maybe they were like doing some stuff and all. And he would. Yeah. He saw it. He got a ladder. Hey, most people, most people are gonna call him old boy from She-Hulk, but Josh Segura to me is one of the best villains in all of any season of Arrow. And he he was one of the CEOs on Orange Is the New Black. Very, that's all. He was like making popcorn. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mason Gooding. They just kept calling him new guy. Yeah. So before we move on. Here's the million dollar question. Uh, we got we got twenty minutes of screen left. Oh, do you think Ladder. whether it's Scream Seven or Scream Eight? Who knows how far this franchise goes? Scream Eight. The Neff Campbell comes back. She'll come back. Do you think she comes back for Seven? I don't know when, but she'll come back. That was one. Of, I don't want to say that was one of the best things about Six, but her not being in Six. It was like, how do you do a scream without Nev Kim? I'm like, honestly, they did it pretty well. Yeah, they did. Why would she be in New York? To me, Gail was kind of shoehorned in there. She didn't need to be there. Her show was in New York in the last one. Yeah, they mentioned that's what she was leaving. That's what she was leaving. Even still, I was like, she may have been shoehorned into the plot for sure. Yeah, but But she she was was in New York in the last movie. But this like, always, I want to say this shit. We put this shit in the group chat. Like Nick brought it up. Like 
Scream 4 until the reveal feels a lot like 3. And then, yeah, and, and then the reveal elevates that shit. Five for me feels like amazing, like damn near one until the reveal, and then it it scales back. Yeah, but they're both pairing Halloween ends. Trash. Oh God! And like, oh God, no! Like that's the I'm just very passionate. Like Scream is like my favorite movie ever, so. I feel like every time a new screen is going to come out, I'm going to like nitpick it a little harder, yeah. but it's Bro. still not on level. Like, oh, so you didn't like it. It's like, no, I loved it. Me I'm and Mary sure. have this, have this about music all the time. The shit you love, you, you escalate and you find tooth comb way harder. Yeah. I mean, whenever green day put out something, it's like, I've liked green day since I was I mean, four. So by, I, by, by green I, day, you mean J Cole, but go off. No, yeah, 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 J. Cole. I've liked J. Cole since I was four, even though we're probably, like, the same age. <laughs> no, but, I, but I, I, I agree with Nick, <coughs> and I, and it, not with just this movie, but in general. I tell Randy this all the time. Just, just because a franchise has a, has a um, Jerry West to the NBA logo, right? Just because a franchise have that, if they're not in a movie, it's okay, Right? It's okay. Sometimes it does a movie justice to be able to tell a story and not have to fit somebody into it, right? Which I felt like yeah. Creed just did, right? Yeah. And I felt like Facts. they did with this movie, with how, you know, with Scream. Like, it's okay that we have a story. This story is in New York, but she's not. Or we have a story, this Creed story, they're now in L.A. and And, you know... Um, Rocky's in Philly. Not, you know, Rocky's not there, and then we have to tell this story still, and he's not in the movie. Those really, things are okay. That I felt like Rocky should have been there. Only one part of Creed Three. I agree, but yeah. there was no part. We covered it. Oh well, yeah. If we've already did, I wasn't on it. If we've already done Creed, I wasn't either. I wasn't. No, yeah, yeah. Like me, Rocket, and Eric talked about it. Rocky should have been at the funeral scene. He should have been. They got the I, one that's thing, the only time, yeah, that, that I would have been like he, he would have been there. Yeah, yeah, Rocky told him what he needed to hear in one scene. It would have it would have bumped Creed Three's rating up for me. Just one scene. Yeah, I know. But against thing. in the Damien story, what was Stallone going to provide more than a training montage? Yeah, right. No, I know. Like the whole thing with Stallone and the dude that like owns Rocky now. So I know he wouldn't have been it, but like in theory, if, if he'd have been in that one scene, I agree a million percent giving him like just what he needed to hear. It would have taken Creed three to being as good as two and one for me. I'd have been like, Oh, yeah. another classic. with the relationship they built with the relationship they built and with the relationship that Rocky had with Apollo he wouldn't have not been at that funeral. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah and that's what I said. In the, that's what I said in the episode. Right. Is like even you don't even have to be at the funeral. A phone call, a phone call would have been like suffice. Be like, hey, yeah. you okay? You know where I'm at? If you have a need, okay, okay, I'm right here. You, you know, like like just even I'm a junior and my grandson. But that the fu- that something about the funeral, some part, some way, two minute scene, three minute scene. I agree, Nick. That would have bumped Creed way it, up it, there. I really liked Creed Three. I'm sure. Great. I'm sure Michael B. Jordan asked, and it was just the the behind the scenes disagreement. Yeah, no, and and that's that's for sure, and that's very unfortunate. But it's still, 
I'm like, just in theory, if that had happened, it's like he would have been there. But at no point in Scream 6 was I like, Sydney nah. will help them out. <laughs> know what to do. Like, uh, I can't say that. I can't say that. Listen, <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, Scream 6 goes to a whole new, like it goes crazy. It's if in that um, Courtney Cox scene, if Sydney comes and saves her. And that shit would be crazy. I, when I was watching it, in my mind, I was like, yo, she if she came to like help her, that would be crazy. That was the only time though in this movie. It's a similar thing to me in story-wise. Like, because we would think about it in five. They were together, right? Yeah. They had like mm-hmm. kind of become friends in five, right? They kind of, you know, they had patched things from their past in five, and they kind of were friends and they helped these, they helped these young kids defeat the, you know, the bad guys this time, blah, blah, blah. In six, because she said she had been talking to her. She's like, yeah, I talked to her. She moved, she, she moved away with her family. She said she's not going to be involved in this shit no more, right? Yeah. In six, mm-hmm. right? So if it's one of those things where if when Courtney, it, it's, it's similar to the funeral scene thing to me. Rocky being in that scene would have did something else for the Creed movies, right? Similar to Yo. this, in just the court, not helping the kids, but just in the Courtney Cox scene. Because of how it was playing out, and she was running around, and she was holding her own, to be honest. If 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 Sydney shows up in that scene, you cannot tell me the fucking theater wouldn't have erupted in that bitch. If they, I hope it's a year or two, maybe three, before they announce a Scream Seven. But if if they if they get the agreement and they make the they strike something with Nev Campbell, they gotta take the setting to wherever she moved to. With Patrick, Green. yeah, and bring back Dempsey. With her husband Patrick Dempsey, who they name dropped in five. Yeah, I mean, it was like I five was how like the dynamic between Sydney, Gale, and Dewey was exactly the same as Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. Dewey solo, he's helping the young kids. He doesn't want to. He talks to Gale, Princess Leia, very briefly before leaving. Getting killed in the Force Awakens. Luke has to show up and get involved with the shit. That's Sydney. I told myself I was done with this a long time ago, but here I am. Oh, and I'm going to talk to Leia very briefly, and then we're all going to go our separate ways and probably die separately and never all. (laughs) And like, no. What you got, Mary? What, what is the, what, what's the main girl's name? I always forget the main girl's name. Uh, in the movie. Sam. Sam. She's the big sister, right? Yeah, Tara is yep. Wednesday. Okay, so Sam. Does Sam eventually become a villain, man? They keep teasing it, and I I like yeah. the uncertainty. Are they are they teasing that she's going to become a villain? Are they teasing they that did she the... has what it takes? Ew. They 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 did the Skeet Ulrich de aging thing one more time, and I like it. I like that she has like these demons that keep creeping up. But do you guys think these demons are gonna eventually turn her? Or do you think this is gonna be like, oh, she always gonna be able to handle whoever puts on the screen mask because she she has that in her too. I don't know. See, like I, I was thinking about because they tease it, but then they move away from it, so it's like. Do they want us to think that she's going to put on this mask one day? Or do they want her, us to think, like, no matter who puts it on, she's always going to be there and be able to take care of business? I think that's the ambiguous they want you to think for yourself. Because I take it 
Like one day she might be the killer. All I, That's all I'm taking it. Uh, she's gonna take over the mantle. You know, her dad, Billy Loomis. She's gonna be. She's the one that's going to take over it. I mean, it's a cool way to keep, you know, Skeet Ulrich coming back with these little scenes here and there. <clears throat> these scenes here and there, but they keep, like Randy said, they keep teasing. Like, I feel like sooner or later, she's just going to oh, embrace skeet, skeet. it. She's going to embrace I it. And I don't just think they ever go be the mask on you know why? Because I don't think they're going to kill her in a movie. I don't think they will. That, that's exactly why she never be the killer. She, Unless it's the final, think, final screen movie, like think, the ending the franchise and all that. They're not going to kill those two characters in a movie. That's not going to happen. That's why I don't think she'll ever put on a mask. I think she's always going to be this well, character. Because the creative minds behind them. these screen movies don't kill anybody. All I hear in my head is that the, from The Hangover 2, there's a demon in me. And he's like, it's true. There is semen in him. <laughs> there's a demon in me. That's going to be Scream 7. Can they kill the twins now? Core four. And when you really, when you really do it, like, is it gonna be like a third times a charm thing for for old boy? Core kill the system. Core two doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Yeah, it, it won't be as much. There won't be as much impact now. Core four. No. It's, it's even like with Dewey. It's like yeah, it was good. And it was sad, and it's like oh shit. I kind of knew that was going to happen. You're watching the trailers. It was like uh, yeah, one of them's gonna. Probably Dewey, the man. And it, gonna, it, that was, girl, man. Yeah, I don't know if it was impactful. Th- throughout the he, first three, we, I, we always expected this is the one where Dewey bites it. Yeah, and he like died twice and came back twice. and I, It was like not quite as impactful. Severed as nerve. Did. Yeah. Yes, what's with that limp? But like, he got I stabbed know. in the back. What's with that limp? The boy, the 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 the, the boy twin. I know, I'm not good with names, so. But the boy twin, whatever his name is, That's he should have he should have been dead in the first one. If, Randy's if, nephew. He's had two scenes. He's had two times where he was completely dis- He if it, even this- if the even if the stash from Scream Six wasn't going to be the staff that killed him, the effects from Scream Five. How he that's went true. down. Yeah. That's true. You never healed from what he got in screen. Five. It's only been a year. Here's something else that I thought of, and I don't think I ever really said, but after I watched six, something about the screen sequels, particularly like that one, compared to the first one, that's very different. And I why I think nothing will ever top the first. The first one. Drew Barrymore and her boyfriend get killed. And the next day at school, it's all anybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Nobody really tight with her. It's more like, like, oh, yeah, wasn't she in your English? Yeah, she sat behind me in English. It's like, didn't you date her? It's like, we're like two seconds. Nobody, but it's all anybody's talking about. And it sets the events. That one thing sets the events of the rest of the movie. And they have a curfew. That's all anybody's talking about. The police are at the school. That's all anybody's talking about. Then not that many people die in six. The principal, it's like who gives a shit. Not that many people die in six until that last maybe like 45 minutes. Well, they hung him from the goalpost. Yeah, they're all at the party. Not celebrating any particular thing. It's just their curfew. They can't go out. So it's like, let's fuck it. Let's have a party. 
they all start getting killed at the party. Genius. Scream 5, people are getting killed left and right. And uh-huh. we're going about life like normal. Like the kid from 13, Wes, what's his name? The blonde haired kid. Um, he gets Dylan killed. Dylan Minette? Yeah. He and his mom get knifed. Like it's so mean. It's like not even through the neck. And next scene, they're just having a party. And he's like, this is for Wes. And they're like drinking shots. And I'm like, something about this isn't right. Like they wouldn't be partying. And no, what's, no, no, no. Like, hold on. Come out. About no kids, kids these days would not be partying, they would want to have like a vigil or some hippie shit. All the they're like throwing the party, and I'm like, wouldn't you not be doing this, especially if you just had the no, bro? They wouldn't, no, listen, at our time, when 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 you were watching Scream One, right? When you were watching Scream One, the original, when we were growing up, the time frame it was, went out and bought a color ID, right. If someone died in your school or whatever, it would be everybody would be talking about it. It would be, you know, it would be a big, yep. you know, it'll be the right. But in this day and age, let's be honest, things are happening all the time now, and then the next day people are just moving on with it. I feel like people are desensitized. Yeah, like you're saying, man. People are desensitized that's to this now. Bro, there, there's, shoot, there's school shootings happening and stuff, and then the, the next day. They put out a little thing for them in an area where they were important, and then but school still goes on. Like they're still that's how it is now. But it's like the whole thing with five is like it's it's specifically happening to their group of friends. It's like right, uh, right, right. and Ortega gets stabbed, and it's like a whole big deal. Then her sister comes back to town. Then it's like a big enough deal that they Angel all get together. Right. And then like what's Dylan Minnette gets stabbed, and his mom, the chief of police, gets stabbed. It's like at one point. Wouldn't you be like, okay, I'm probably a target. We probably shouldn't all be together in a party atmosphere in the house from 25 years ago. This seems like a bad In their defense, that's where she left her inhaler, though. Huh? That's where Jenner Ortega left her inhaler. Her spare inhaler was there. She had to be back there. I can't believe this worked. I like Scream 5. I love it. Like but you gotta you look at uh, you have to compare it to the Halloween kills. No, you can't. Like, oh, no, like, you can't compare it to the damn Halloween kills. That's just, bro, yeah. like they get weird, and I'm like, no, I, I don't like Halloween. Die. Evil dies tonight. I hate to admit it. Halloween ends being so bad gave me new appreciation for Halloween kills. Kills kicked ass. Like it, kills it do, wasn't it does. great. He killed, he, and absolutely, he killed Halloween. Halloween kills. did definitely kill. I told that to Randy, too. It was like, after watching Halloween ends, what I tell you, Randy, Halloween kills moved up the charts for me because, <laughs> oh, man. It did for me, too. Those, those, those first two were incredible. <laughs> yeah. The original the Halloween one and two. Halloween, that, see, what, what made the original two Halloweens, like the, the original and Halloween two, it happens all on the same night. That's what was great. Oh, that they they didn't have to retcon the original Halloween two. It all happened. No. They could have continued from that point That's on. That's why H two O is my timeline. That, yeah, I that I agree. I agree. I agree. 
and what the fuck was even happening in Kills? Like, what the hell? Like, who wrote that? Ends. It's not that aggressively bad of a movie. It's just like, who ends. thought the it ends, ends, right? Ends. That's what I mean. Ends. I can't, I can't wait. Final, final thoughts on, on the Scream segment. Cannot yes. wait. Cannot wait for Nick to sit through these David Gordon Green Exorcist movies. When we come back, we're going to oh, talk wow. spoilers on John Wick Chapter 4. Normies get psyched for <laughs> John Wick. See, now, like, this last to... block starts with just Nick noise. That's I fine. Think... Fix it in post. I think I don't John fix Wick... shit in post. John Wick 4 is pure violence ecstasy. It is fantastic. That, that's the quote for the for the slipcover. It is. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> it is from beginning to end, just go go go. But the movie is what like two hours and forty nine minutes or something like that. Ish. It does not even feel that. Didn't it don't feel it at all. Pacing was great. And it was. It was. I will say this. Would I like to see a five? Absolutely. But if it does not happen, they ended it in a perfect way. Perfect ending to a quadrilogy. Can I can I spit mm-hmm. something? Can I spit a controversial question out there though? Am I the only one that has it ranked fourth of four? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're the only one. What? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking, yeah. You I'm know, thinking. <laughs> hey, listen. This one was either the the best or second best out of the out of the four. I go. I, I, th- I think I go one. I th- I think because I can't see my list right now. I think I go one three two four. Oh, two four one. I've got. Two? I got one four two three. I, think I got two, three four, four one. Maybe even three four two one. I love I the got, first. It's not my favorite. No two. Two was like when I was like, oh, I like we get this is like two was like that for me. I might go one. I, I might go three one two four. I think it's two, four, one, three. But I also have all four of them as, I, as five star movies. No, that's no, that, listen, that, but that's I was about to say that too. I was about to say that too because I see Nick's face when I when I rank them like that when I when I rank them. I'm not saying that none of them is all of them are five. Exactly. Five something has to be last. So, so exactly something something even it could be the greatest movie in the world, but if you're ranking this movie's better, somebody's got to be last. Somebody's got to be first. It's, you're not saying the last one is the worst one. I'm, it's just I'm, least favorite. Gotta, yeah, yeah. one two being last. I think three and four to me were above one and two, but also they're all like four star movies to me at at least. But. Three with the, the dog, Barry and the dogs. I lost my mind over that. Like in the theater, I was like, "This fucking rules!" And then when I rewatched it before four, I had the same feeling, which is kind of rare. But I was rewatching, I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yes." So I don't know. It's either three or four. I've got three, three. but maybe the not. fact that we all have different orders of the list tells you how great how this great this franchise is. is. Yeah, exactly. Like. Yo, this this movie was insane, and anytime I talk about it, I cannot start talking about this movie without addressing that they let him fall down the fucking steps 
three different times. And he didn't just fall down the steps and then he hit a, a little slab and stopped. He, he kept going. That motherfucker flipped. When I watched it in the movies, he was falling down the steps, right? And I'm like, damn, that gotta hurt. He hit the slab. In my mind, I'm like, okay, he's gonna stop. He's gonna hit it and he's gonna stop. He hit the rail, rolled again, right? I'm like, okay, his momentum ain't as fast as it was the last time. He's going to hit this slab. He's going to stop. Bro, he hit that slab, stood for a second, and rolled. I was like, damn. I said it out loud in the theater. I was like, damn. But that was the But that's the thing is, it's happening, and that was basically the comical aspect of it. Like, damn, this guy's rolling forever. Remember, remember the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samberg? He oh did, like, thing, like, where he fell. He like fell down the hill and then grabbed something and then stood up and then fell and he was like shit. And just like, <laughs> it was exactly. I, listen, it's honestly, honestly, it is scientifically impossible for him to fall down the fucking steps like that and not once break like hit where he breaks his neck. It's not possible. You can break your neck falling down five steps, bro. Welcome he to the John Wick universe. Five. Yo, that shit was insane. I got about five, six steps upstairs. And I'm like, if I fell down those steps, like, fell. I'd die. I'm dead. Six steps, like, it would hurt. I could die. No, no, no. While we're talking about this, while we're talking about this, let me tell you something. There's nothing more traumatic than falling down fucking steps. Because you're at the mercy of the fuck. There's nothing you can do. You're just on the ride. I I was like three, four years old in my grandma's crib. She had a, a staircase, and I rolled down that shit. I'm 37 years old, and that memory's still in here. Well, yeah. it's nothing more traumatic than that shit. As an adult, I felt like I have steps. At, Randy, you've been to my house. I have steps. As an adult, I've missed one of them bitches and, <laughs> and was falling. The problem is that shit hurts so bad, but while you're falling, you can't do nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing your more minimal won't allow yeah. you to check anything you just gotta wait till it's over that's it I, I'll tell you this right now to, and, and we're at my house to come down to the movie room I gotta go down the steps because it's, it's basically a rebuilt basement right after watching that scene I tell myself one foot in front of the other <laughs> in front of the other in front of the other hold because, that fucking rail oh man then they did it again, bro. Then they did it again in the movie. He fell down. Bro, yo, it was like a three-minute scene of him falling oh down. My the but he only had three minutes to get up to the where the, the duel was. It was insane. Bro, Donnie Yen snuck in that bitch. John, I'm going to need you to get up these fucking steps. Yep. Great segue, Randy, because Donnie Yen, to me, stole the fucking best movie. Char- best new character in the movie. Stole the movie. I mean, John Wick is John Wick. We get that. My man, only slight... I can argue that John Wick was the fourth best character in this movie, though. I, I can I can argue that he was the fourth best character. Yo, dude with the dog was incredible in this movie. And um, and Homeboy's daughter, yeah. you know, once he died, oh, whatever, was, inc- yeah. was incredible. My, Yo, you can argue. My only slight to the Donnie Yen character in John Wick... Is that he is basically a variant of his character from Rogue One. He was a blind badass in Star Wars. So he's blind. But it, but it, but it, I, you got to credit the the makers of John of this movie for saying, "Yo, 
he did that really fucking well. Let's go get the guy we know gonna do it well. Right? Yeah. That's not trying to they got the ballerina movie coming out, which like whatever. It's a spin-off, so like yeah, I'll go see it. But just watching four, there are at least two like those two characters, the dude with the dog and the guy's daughter. Both of them could have spin-off movies and I'd be Absolutely. I Facts. hope they do. I, I hope they both get both. And they could. Not that I need and let, let's not forget franchise We get in the prequel in September. Yep. And the funny thing about it is Yeah. People forget it. My second favorite character is Hiroki Sonata, man. Yeah. The, Mortal, the new Mortal Kombat. I mean, anything he... Basically, anything him and Donnie Yen are in, I'm in. And just that scene when they're in, what? They were in, what, Tokyo? Yeah. And he's running, he's running his version of the Continental. Hey, man, he's no joke. Especially that scene when Donnie Yen and him t- tells him, he says, get up and just leave with your daughter. And he refuses to, man... That was badass. I, I mean, that, I was this like, scene. Man, I wanted him to. I'm like, bro, don't fight, dude, man. Just That's what I'm, I was like. Don't, don't I knew. Do. I knew what it was. I knew if he fought, I knew what it was. Like, it was like, yeah, all these dudes coming at like these men or whatever. Like, it's in shit. It was like Donnie Yen's here. Ah, shit. It's like one of us. He's probably gonna die. And, and what I like about all the characters too is this conflict within them, but there's also loyalty and pride, in the sense of Donnie Yen. He's a good friend of John Wick. He's a good friend of Hiroki Sonata at the at the hotel. But he has to do this to protect his daughter. So he doesn't want to fight. These guys are all, they know each other. They're all friends. This is the, just part of the business. And you could even tell when he said, you know, take your dad, go with your daughter. And when he said no, he, he had loyalty to John. You know, it, it, same thing with, at the end with, you know, him and Keanu Reeves. Come on, let's get this done. And all that. It's just, I like that conflict within all the characters in the sense of, I don't want to fight you, but I got to do it. Yeah. But they fought because of the respect, too. Because he yeah. was like, the fact that he did, that he was like, no, you know, I run this continental. This is what I have to do. This have is my job. And then he respected him enough to fight him, like you know, straight up. Is is that that different kind of respect that they have for each other? Who who at the end got caught up with the shot though? Because as soon as that part happened, I was like, oh, John didn't shoot. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, like I the, caught that right away. The wide shot, it was obvious John didn't shoot. So shoot. It, it's it's tripped me out for a month how Bill Skarsgård didn't realize it. Yeah, but it was good. I don't know. I just wish they would have had Clancy Brown do a little bit more. Yeah. That's the only thing. I wish they had Clancy Brown do a little bit more. He, after watching any movie that he isn't even in, I'm like, you know, if I had to change this movie, I would have had Clancy Brown do a little more. It's like this, he wasn't even in it. It's like Clancy Brown. Yeah, yeah, it's like... I would have put but, him in the movie. Do a little. But no, yeah. that, that cast, that crew, I mean, like I said, if they continue it, great for us. I would love to see that. They could. If they don't, yeah. Perfect ending. They could. They could easily, like Lionsgate. Hey guys, twenty twenty eight, John Wick five. Let's go. They could easily just be like, okay, the gravestone was just a decoy. John's out living his life, doing his thing, trying to get some peace. And I just, oh, I want one more movie dude, where he just picks off the high table. Oh man, I'm down for that. If they, if they, if they prequel John Wick. And like got it, like it was a younger version of him. I don't want to see Timothy Chalamet as John Wick. Nah, hell with that. 
You wouldn't want him to do pretty No. Austin Butler? I don't... It's like, that's where I'm, like, torn. It's like, I don't need for things to be, like, milked. Universal. Like, mental TV series. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, I'll probably watch it, but, like, eh, ballerina. Eh, maybe. But it's, like, certain things, like, if a spinoff makes sense, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And like yeah. I said, there's characters in four. I'm like, hell yeah. I want to see where they go next. I don't need the dog. The dude with the dog and um the Japanese continental daughter. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just want to know. Shit, I, I, I just want confirmation what she did with Donnie Yen. Yeah, that's what I want to yeah. see. But also, like, like, the continental is a three-part mini. It's like a mini season, a three-part event. Yeah, it's like three-hour-and-a-half like, episodes. Of Winston, how the continental began, and from what I'm hearing, Ballerina takes place between John Wick 3 and 4. Keanu Reeves is also in the movie, so yeah. he'll, he'll make a cameo or something in there as well. Do I need it? No. no. Like, not Do really. I want it? Yay. Yeah. But it's I like, I mean, like, they're picking up dude's daughter and her getting back at Donnie or her finding where Donnie in is. I'm down for that. Yeah, I would watch That's, that the yeah. day. So he, here's my thing. Where does your mind run in the sense of we all seen the post credit scene, you know, Donnie Yen is there wanting to give flowers to his daughter who's playing the violin. And then you got Sonata's daughter going to get revenge because she just say, if you don't kill him, I will. I don't see him dying. He could hear things from like a mile away. He ain't going to hear that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not no. you know what I'm saying. Like, he just killed an army of people. No, 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 no. But there's a, there's a different. I think the scene explain like he's only vulnerable to one thing, and that's his daughter, right? Exactly. Yep. He turns off all his other senses for her, right? Right. She kills him in that scene. For one, for one, she has all the skills. She's angry, and when you when you in in these movies, the John Wick movies, when your vengeance, revenge is the thing that's pushing you. She kills him. He's not mad at her. He told her years from now when you're You know what I'm saying? She's ready for him. He's not ready for her. Yeah, and not only that is what I like about it too is that she has skill. She can fight. That's what I like about it. It's not like just some random daughter or or person just trying to kill somebody. A whole movie about her getting ready for that what that moment. Somebody telling her. Uh, this is Donnie Yen. You're not ready, and she'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna get ready." That could be the movie. I go see that today. Well, go like, fuck your mother. I am ready. Not, not <laughs> need to be milked, but like right. that could be. I don't uh, know. Like, yeah, for but, sure. But I think I think him. I think but, him being in that moment, feeling relieved, like I could finally be with my daughter. He, he's completely tunneled his guard was down moment. yeah i can I see think, that i think she killed him. i think she kills him in that moment yeah but i'm like nick am i intrigued about the continental and the ballerina yes i'm intrigued i'm not i'm not no. like nick you're gonna watch but, it i will say gonna watch it, it but <laughs> it's all watch it but i i won't say it's obligation that's not the word i'm looking for yes the word i'm gonna use it's like there's like an other it's kind of like going to see transformers here in june it looks pretty good bumblebee was good but i've been burned by the transformers movies yeah. forever 
those movies suck. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to sit here. Those movies fucking suck. There's two of them that are watchable. All the other ones suck. And I'm like, now we're getting like five or six or seven of them or whatever. I'm not that excited for it, but I'm going to go see it. I'm going to rewatch the old ones like out of like obligation. I'm going to be like, all right, it's the next Transformers. I will say this. It's going to be a tough week. I will say this. I'm definitely watching the ballerina for Anna the Armies. That's pretty much it. Hey. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like the Continental, I'm intrigued, but it's like, it's not like must watch TV when it drops. I'll watch it. I'll stream it whenever, when, when all three episodes are out, maybe I'll just watch it all one shot. You know what I mean? Like it's, that it's like instant spinoff. Like easily you could keep going with that storyline. At no point am I like, how did they start the Continental? Like, how did they start the hotel? It's like, I don't really care. It's, and sometimes, and you're right. Dying to like. And sometimes the mystery of things and not knowing how it began or just the mystery of it makes it even better. Like, yeah. I don't need to know how it started. The Continental is the Continental. That's what it is. I it's would love to think about what, you know, be cool. But just that mystery of how it started builds that aura. Like talking about like Rogue One. It's like if Rogue One had been about them building the Death Star. They're like, how do we make it look like a planet? They'll think it's a moon. It's like, I don't give a fuck why they picked why it was the way it was. It was cool. That's not what Rogue One was about. That's why Rogue One was good. Had Rogue One been about that, it would have been stupid. It would have been like, I don't need any of this. How did it get the power to blow up a whole planet? It's like, I don't care. That's what made it cool is that it did have the power and they had to match it. So it's like, like, can, I I tell y'all something? can I tell y'all a scene that I did love in this movie? I didn't love the whole traffic fight between the Carson. I didn't really love that. I felt like, I felt like it was just weird to me that like it was, it had cool parts to it, but that, that was the one scene that I was like, "Yo, like this ain't this ain't on par with um with the 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 step scene. This ain't on par with the Japanese continental scene. This ain't on par with the the scene at the end where they shoot." That was the one scene that I was like, oh, "Okay, this is cool." Okay. I'm gonna hit y'all with a proud host moment. 110 episodes. This is the first time one of y'all, including Eric. Got the conversation back on track. Merritt, that's why you my brother. <laughs> like I do that all the time. You are the reason why the conversation veers off course all the time. <laughs> the best scene, though, I think the best scene is the scene when the camera pans up. Yes, I love that shit. It. I love and that it shit. Like a- damn video game and he has those incandescent round like he's just blowing people up with uh, it's it put like this John Wick ain't Hamilton it ain't gonna win Oscars but it's action Hamilton that cinematography and all the man that it it needs to be nominated for something because that scene alone was dope no bro I had I had motherfuckers at work ask me who was that fat guy? He could really get his legs up there. Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins yeah. stole his shit. Oh, man. I was like, bro, that, that's a real martial artist. He was in a fat suit. I, he gets busy. It was the most Oscar-worthy John Wick movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. There had to have been great, like, art design and shit. Yeah. Like, they had for, like, the Continental and all that stuff. The cinematography in this movie was amazing. Cinematography choices were all great. The stunts, even though those aren't an Oscar, it's like the stunts, every time they went up themselves, it's like, this one, there were still moments. Like, the whole stairs, we keep going back to the stairs, but it was like the whole stair fight sequence was like, how the fuck did they choreograph this? And then they were like, all right, then you're all, all the way back down and just start over. For 20 minutes. Insane. 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 Yeah. It just... That that yeah. car, the car scene part is the only part to me that did, it just didn't feel like it it matched up to everything. Everything else, I was like, oh, all oh, this shit is insane. This is, I've never feel, seen nothing like that. I feel like I heard, was it on, do y'all get like Perry's picks when you go to the theater? Yeah. Perry, I, was it her? I feel like it was somebody said that that car thing was Straw hat goofy. Like, maybe it was straw hat goofy. I'm just talking shit, like I don't it, know. They said that the car scene was added later. Like they were gonna do something, and they were like, "We need that something." What if it was caught? It was like because that that's kind of how it felt to me. Like it felt like it didn't fit like everything else did. Right? Yeah. Like it felt like it felt like a, a kamikaze scene. Like it was like this shit is just outrageous for no reason type of thing. That's how it, it felt. Because like it felt like it felt like he could have got to the stair scene without the car scene. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. It felt like he still could have got there without that. Yeah. But I will say this. About this franchise, I mean, yes. One is one. We understand. And like I said, not that it's bad. And like Merit, like you said, everybody out of the four of us, we have different orders on which one is number one, which one is at the bottom. But each one, one, is, one was, came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Number two, topped one. Number three, top two. This one topped them all. And Cap. it's the franchise just keeps making more and more and more money from the previous one. Yeah. I mean, like we all know at the end of the day, money talked, bullshit walks. You know what I mean? And and it's like it's I understand what Chad Selinsky said, you know, maybe they don't do a fifth one, they're not sure. Candle Reeves says he's in, if Chad is in, and if the you know people you know, enjoy it and like it. He's down for a fifth one, but we'll see. My thing is this is I would love to see a fifth one. Me personally. But two shot value, two shot value, two shot value comments real quick. Uh-huh. First one. Um Keanu Reeves as um John Wick. Keanu Reeves John Wick movies. Top the Matrix movies. That's that's the first. Oh yeah, Overall, as a franchise, as a franchise, yeah, as a franchise. I still have the first Matrix as Keanu's best movie. Yeah, I agree there. Oh, but like franchise, yeah, and franchise, yeah. This was one of the best trilogies ever, and that was one of the best quads. It's the quadrilogy. best quadrilogy ever, ever. Like I, I didn't really, I didn't really go down a list of quads, but there's not many. Planet of the Apes has a chance next year, but with Matt Reeves not directing, I just don't think it's going to be as good as the first three. I don't think the legacy, even if it, they are all great, I don't know if the legacy of the Planet of the Apes movies is as like big as John Wick already. Yeah, is. Like, they don't get talked about like they should. No, they but don't. 
Great. Even now, even now, if you take just three out of three, the first John Wick, the first three for John Wick, and the, the, the three for Planet of the Apes, I still put John Wick. All ahead. fives. I, all yeah. six of those movies, I give fives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still have Wick ahead of them. But that's that's always my like go to. It's like the Toy Story trilogy was the best thing ever. It was like the best. Like you put that up against like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, and I'd still have to be like, "Don't forget Indiana Jones." I won't and then they did Toy Story four, and it was like, "Yeah, God damn, it wasn't nah. bad." But like, God damn it! You're like, you ruined. Is that a, the one with that fucking a, bear? Is that the one with the bear? Three, the three's the bear. That's the third one. The three's the oh, bear. Three's the bear. Okay. Four. A perfect trilogy of films. Four is Woody questioning his purpose, going against character, and making Buzz a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, four is good. Four is a really good movie, but, like, uh, it was the I think if they would have ended it at three. Bro, compared to, Toy Sto- compared to the first three Toy Stories, Toy Story 4 is Brave or Monsters University. Yeah, like, it just, it was the hat on a hat. That's what they call it. Like when you you they did Toy Story three was like I wanted to stand up and just slow clap in the theater like come on y'all they did it and it was sad and it was happy and I'm crying nobody died you're crying I'm everybody's laughing and then Toy Story four was like what if we did it again and it was like I don't need it again we already did it once so I got a question for the three of you get ready for fu- Toy Story ended, five the way it ended. Do you guys want to see it continue? No. Or just leave it as is? Is this Toy Story or John Wick? Man, we're talking about John Wick. They could John Wick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know I I, I hope that I said it because we've been talking 25 minutes and I don't remember. But obviously, spoilers for John Wick Chapter 4. It appears that John Wick dies. Winston and the Bowery King are standing at a tombstone. John Wick, whatever he said he wanted on his tombstone, but it could easily be a decoy. If they, if Lionsgate, Lionsgate has said they want five, so it's just up to Stileski and Keanu whenever they're ready. I don't. I wanted to end the way that they ended it in four, where he dies and he's with his wife now. He accomplished Ooh. everything he needed to accomplish. That's what I'm saying. I want that. But if they gave me another movie, I'm 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 gonna be I'm like okay, John exactly. But, it's a but perfect ending. Me, yeah, it ended perfect. I don't want them to bring him back and fuck up what Cash we already just called the best. Like, exactly. Four. Exactly. It's like the Toy Story. I will see this. I want with. that final shot that they had when he's on the stairs and he just he's about to start leaning over. When the sun comes out and shines on them, if they could put that on a poster, that'd be like the perfect this shot. And, and it's is, like, bro, like that is, that is Michael Jordan in Utah. Keanu, like Jordan, he should have never played again after that, bro. Keanu Reeves was just on the Smartless podcast. Dude's fifty-eight. At some point, you got to start doing like old man, the bucket list type shit. Ah, uh, feel me. Tom Cruise would, bro. He'd be putting in work though. He'd be working with the stuntmen, yeah, and do the training. And it's like it's insane what the, the stuff he does. I get a paper True. cut and I'm crying. Fast. This guy's 58 years old and he's killing it. He, if Han also got the bread to afford that shit. 
if Han is still around in the Fast and the Furious after all that shit, there's nothing. <laughs> hey, we're we're um, a month away from that. that make me the Fast and Furious is ridiculous, though, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm, like you know. It's not not in John Wick Five that would make me be like, oh no way, I am. I, this is absurd. It's like okay, you thought he died, but he actually didn't die. He's just it could be they please. could have buried a casket full of guns. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, oh, well, that'd be dope, right? That'd be dope. That'd be dope. That's I, I listen. Like I think I think that as human beings, we get in a habit of like, oh, it's great, give me more. But the reality nah. is, the more you get, at some point. I agree. The potential for it to be trash is more realistic. Because we're we're, we're human. We do that. You're right, man. We do that. It's it's like, give me more, give me more. And then the minute one is okay, then the next one gets red. Okay, they should have ended it over here. Yeah. I did it with the Flash. flash. I'm guilty of it. The Flash was so good, man. The show... Yeah, I, so I still it. Yeah, everybody, then, every normie yeah, I talk to cool. about Fast and Furious says it should have ended when, when Paul Walker passed. They're not yeah, wrong. Seven. They're not right. wrong. I'm not. Listen, I would not complain if we got a John Wick five. I would not complain. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm in the movies. Let me get my ticket. But if you're asking me, should they do another one? No, nah, bro. They should just the perfect because they look listen it's gonna take i think it will be a long ass time before there's another like series or whatever this is franchise that before there's another franchise and we're like is it fucking with john wick yo though it'll be a long time before we get to that and people forget people forget at one point they had the movie and it both movies were done the matrix the new matrix and John Wick 4 was slated to drop the May of 2021. They, so this movie's been done for a while, and they just pushed it back. Because I was thinking about doing a piano double feature. Watching Matrix, then John Wick 4. So this movie's been not been ready to go for a while. So they could be BSing us and saying, nah, we'll see, what whatever. But also, you know, it's making money. You know how studios are. They could probably have already an outline of what five could be because they had time to start working on it already. So I yeah. mean, it's 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 funny how you know the Matrix came out what a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. Year this and was half. supposed to drop the same day in May, and they decided to push it out and all that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I agree with you, Merritt. Is is I'm kind of torn. Is it's the perfect ending. And I don't know if I want them to mess with that. And or if they do a fifth one, I'm in. And I just like he's just Keanu Reeves is just so good. And each time they add characters, they're better and yeah. better. Like, I mean, I mean, in three, you had Halle Berry. I mean, come on. It's, Halle, it's Berry. Halle Berry. You know, and it's it's now you have Donnie Yen, you know, I just if anything, like Nick said, I wouldn't mind if they did spin-offs about those characters. See, the thing, narratively, John Wick is free. So yeah. what what could they do that would bring him back, that he would need to yeah, go like, back to that world? What more do I want John Wick? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we gonna kill his dog and steal his car again? No. Mm-hmm. See, that's my point, though. He wanted revenge, 
for what happened, right? He got it. He got it. He got it. So the story is complete. Now, at this point, you're just bringing him back because. It's like, like it's oh. like, Nick, did you ever watch Californication? Not really. No, same. i never Fuck. seen that. Well, like, I, the David Duchovny was- arc was seasons one through four. Five, six, and seven were all just, let's keep going. And they all felt like they thought it was the last season and had to come up with something on the spot. That's Orange is the New Black was was that. Because, like, it was a book yeah. that real pipe whatever wrote. And so that's what, like, the first season was, was, like, her account of being in the prison. And then they just kept going. No, they were past no. the prison. Otherwise, there's no show. I was like, Jesus, she's been in prison for, like, five years for some, like, stupid shit. It was a good show, but by the time it ended, I was like, damn, like, we're still in... Right. That that shit fell off in the riot season. Kinda, yeah. That show was done when Pusey died. Facts. When when she died, that shit was, like, done. Unfair, yeah. And then, like, the next season, when I think of that, like, riot season, not to talk about Orange's New Black, but when I think about the next season was, like, the riot should have been angry it should have been like barry is now i don't know if anybody's watching barry I'm two like seasons barry, behind barry has had a tonal shift there should have been a tonal shift in orange is the new black and when i think of that riot season i think of it being very silly there was yeah. something about or they had hot cheetos and they were like right. they, were they could have been more angry about who said yeah, yeah. Could, it should have been uh, more what's her name what's what's the danielle um Fuck, oh, I, well, uh, damn. I, tasty, tasty. She's the only one that was pissed off. Yeah, and yeah. it ruined her life. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah. I like the show. It was. I, I liked it too. But I miss it. Like when it was over, it was kind of like Shameless, even though it fell off. I was like, I miss it. Shameless though. fell off when Fiona left. Yep, I agree. Again, it's like cream. It was like there were things happening where it was like, why isn't Fiona here? Her brother's getting, her brother's getting gay married. This is like. Fiona should be all over this. Yeah. Seamus kind of reminds me of Weeds a little bit. Like, Weeds was solid, and then he just... Like, Merritt knows. Upon initial watch, Weeds was, like, kind of, like, quirky great. Upon yeah. rewatch, it does not hold so up. Terrible, I, I, I haven't rewatched them. I, I, I own them all, seen them. But but I, the they're talking about watched, doing, like, a continuation sequel show. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it'll be good. Yo, it's yo, like I did. How, how crazy is this though? We're all old enough to remember or know, at least know, but remember when the Matrix first came out, how fucking game changer it was, and how how great though like the first what two or three of them were, like how great it was, and it's like okay, it ain't no way in hell Keanu Reeves does anything better than this. And for and him to did. come back and do something else better remember, than like, yeah. the Matrix, bro. I really the Matrix. Keanu Reeves' reputation was that he was not a great actor, actor for a long no. time. Yeah, that's why this. Um, I recently saw it? Dracula. But, I can attest. Like, <laughs> what was the other one? Speed. He did speed. Speed too, right? was fire. He he was great. Great. Like speed is amazing. Great. And, and conversation, Whoa. but it's like a conversation, right? 
Matthew Perry wrote a book last year and made a joke in the book about like somebody not being a good actor, and he referred to them as Keanu Reeves, and a bunch of people got pissed about it. They were like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, he had, he had to re- uh, redact that out of his book. Could though. you it's, be any more of an asshole? It's probably something he's been saying for decades, and just assumed that everyone was on the same page. Yeah, because that be the reputation was like Keanu Reeves is not great. But but you can't talk shit about Keanu Reeves when he can say, "I got the make and John Wick, bitch." Like, what do you mean? That's he's crazy. In, he's better than any. He's as good as anybody when he's in his lane. Like Neo is yeah. his lane. John Wick could not be more his lane. Like he's not. He doesn't have to emote super crazy. Dracula was not his lane. No, not he at all. No, it's not his. He did Constantine too, right? Yeah, yeah, and then and then thinking about making a second one, and also think about this. I don't Not think James Gunn's going to push that. Acting through. chops to this actor, you have Harrison Ford, known for Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Jack Ryan. <laughs> Reeves is known for Neo and now John Wick. They many actors who get not just one but two iconic character franchise roles. It's Rocky rare. Rambo. Samuel Jackson has what? What does Samuel Jackson have? Like seventy-two. Because he, because first, first of all, John, um, Samuel Jackson was destined to be Nick Fury. I think they actually drew the character to be Samuel Jackson. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they did. They got did. That one. They got. He got that one. I think that he has another one though. That's like I Jules. Think of it right. Jules is the most Pulp Fiction. Jules. Remember, rememberable. Oh yeah, Jules. <laughs> Mr. Glass. But he also, yeah, Mr. Glass. Yeah, yeah. So Samuel Jackson has a few. Yep. But I don't People, know. I don't know. If we... They're always like saying "motherfucker" and, and <laughs> "lay my vengeance upon thee." It's like they're usually doing some kind of quote from Pulp Fiction, even if they don't but realize don't, him and yeah, Pulp but I don't Fiction. Think we would, I don't think we would hold his up with what. Keanu Reeves have with the Matrix and John nah. Wick. See, and, and the thing about John Wick too is, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard Keanu Reeves and John Wick, I was like, I'm not watching this. Like it just, like it just didn't. Like the trailer didn't do it for me at the time. The trailer, and they really didn't promote it much, from what I can remember. I think I watched the first John Wick at home. I do. I think I did. So did I. I don't remember promotion. I just remember it came out a month after the first Equalizer. Yeah, and see, and that's things I don't remember promotion or much about. I think I saw. Like a commercial about it once, and I was like, ah, whatever. Yo, then but... I heard word of mouth, and then I just bl- blind bought it at Best Buy. Oh no, I saw it at the theater. Was like, October, was like, this shit is dope. October 2014 was kind of legendary. Like, Fury came out, Nightcrawler came out, John Wick came out. I want to say Gone yeah. Girl came out. Yeah, it was October. It was crazy. October 2014 was crazy. I hate that time period. But yeah, that are good movies. And Dumb and Dumber 2. That was November ass. And that well, movie November. sucks. Yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. No. No. Good. The we if we're going into November, we talk about Big Hero 6 and Interstellar and then we stop. Dumb and Dumber. Absolutely not. Incredible. Which one? Dumb and Dumber too. Big Hero oh, Six, Baymax. That shit was incredible. Technic- they should have just made a second movie. Technically a Marvel not a TV movie. Series. 
the TV series was so good. Wasn't it really? The, did you watch the Baymax show? Wasn't it like Plus? like five little shorts? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I wanted twelve of. Like I was like, bro, I could watch this all day. This is so good. It comes together at the end. But yeah, it just made me think that like they should have just made it another movie. Another movie. I wouldn't yeah, hate it. Yeah, Big Hero definitely deserved another movie. Yeah. So, um, final thoughts on John Wick? Dope. Um, can't get any better than that. It's fine ever. Yeah. Dope. Agreed. Um, obviously, next episode is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy spoilers. Be ready for that. Nick's here, so he knows what we're going to talk about. I'll be back to wrap it up. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. As long as I can talk, I'm a rap and I won't stop, ho. Y'all might spend high, but I rob low. Y'all outsider soda pop, pony boy, mine's Harlan Nash. I ignore the bitches that y'all will smash. Red shirt, cause I'm fresh, man, and I don't play. You invite people over, but they don't stay. Cause you whack, always want to attack. Then play the victim, like, why don't nobody get my back? All of your rapping be averagely trash to me. I be savagely attacking beats in the haberdashery. Motherfuckers too worried what they status read instead of obsessively molding how nice the craft will be. The flow is ice cold. Got me feeling like Trey Young. Just put a of in between them two ones. And chill until the next episode.